What's up, guys? Welcome back to Be Great with Nate. Today may be one of my favorite podcasts, maybe one of the most important podcasts to take control of your health, your mind, your body weight, your your mood swings, if you're having any, the odor of your body, all of the above. Stay tuned because today we're going to be talking about fungal infections. When someone thinks of fungal infection, they automatically think like a toenail infection or, you know, a yeast infection. Yes, these are symptoms of a fungal infection. But when these things pop up, like a toenail infection, or yeast infection, that means there's the fungal infections is one big global uh, web. You can think about it. So if you have a fungal infection, as far as a toenail fungal infection, that shows that you have something wrong. With there's a fungal infection or dysbiosis inside of you, which we'll be going through. I don't want to jump the gun too much, but. I want to bring you through an order so you can try to understand uh, for the first time. So I'm going to be speaking to you as if I'm speaking to one of my clients when I'm working with a client. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this subject up and how this, knowing this information saved so much time of my life and saved so much money out of my life is because a fungal infection gives you so many different symptoms uh, that make you think that you have a different disease, but when you take care of the symptom, it may move over to another symptom. So for an example, if you're someone who had yeast infections, if you're a female or if you're a male and you have jock itch and you notice that you take a certain cream and that disappears, but then you start getting a toenail infection or you start getting dandruff because dandruff is a, a side effect of a fungal infection. It's a symptom of a fungal infection. That just goes to show you that you didn't you didn't take care of the root cause. The only thing you did is have that fungus infection move to a different area of your body. Now, it all depends on where that fungal infection happens to be at, um, uh, depending on the location of the fungal infection. If it's on your toe, it's toenail infection. If it's on your skin, it, it's, it can be candenia that's coming out on your skin. So we're going to go more deep into all the symptoms and all that type of stuff. Now, if you're in like in the Amazon jungles and you come across like a, a wild mushroom that has fungus and you, you step on that, that is like an immediate fungal reaction. Okay, so that is very different and you probably 0.5% of the world will ever have that situation. But listen to this statistic. There is being shown that 90% of the world is walking around with a fungal infection. 90%. Dr. Doug Kaufman shows that in his book called The Fungus Link. Um, I finally got my hands on The Fungus Link, and I will finally have time to read through it. And as I continue to read through it, um, I will continue to make podcasts to give you more information, getting deeper after this podcast. But you can also find uh, Dr. Um, Doug Kaufman at um, Know the Cause. That's his uh, website, Know the Cause. And he brings you through. He's been doing this for 20 plus years now. He brings you through how, you know, how he cured so many different diseases because they really rooted from a fungal infection. Now, um, as a kid growing up 13, 14, 15 years old, I thought it was totally normal to have athlete's foot. And I never knew athlete's foot was a fungal infection. And as a kid, I started to notice that my my athlete's foot was really bad. I'm talking about it was it was very embarrassing, to be honest with you. I would sleep over friends' houses and actually use their bathroom, and um, I would shower um, as I sleep over, and I would take the socks that I I was wearing that day, and I would literally throw it out their window, um, because it was so bad that I knew if I put that in my book bag, or if I 
put it in a plastic bag and we went back in the room and hung out that it's going to be obvious that they're going to smell it. So I was very embarrassed as a kid with my athlete's foot. One thing that all my friends knew since I was a kid, um, I had the biggest cravings for sugar. I was the biggest sugar eater. I, I, you could take me out to dinner and I want, I don't care if you give me the healthiest meal in the world that fools me up. I need dessert after. I, I, most of the time, I actually thought about the dessert before the dinner. I thought about the dessert as eating the dinner. And I always made sure I had room. Um, I had really bad cravings for fungal, I mean, for, um, sweets as a kid and carbohydrates. And of course, overeating sugar led, me to be obese as a kid so this is a very personal subject to me because um my whole life i struggled with an athlete foot first and then i started to notice when i was in high school that i developed a jock itch so i'll be in class and i will have you know a jock itch and i will go you know put my hand right through my pocket and scratch and scratch and scratch and this jock itch was like very very aggressive um and then later on as that continued that started to kind of like disappear and I noticed it didn't fully disappear. I'll show you. I'll tell you how it always shows up. Um, but immediately, I had a sweating problem. A, uh, oh my God! In elementary school, we used to have to wear a gray shirt um, to represent the eighth grade, the eighth graders. And I used to bring two gray shirts. I used to walk to school in one and change midday to another one because my shirt would be drenched. It would be winter, and my shirt would be so drenched. My underarms, especially my underarms, would really, really, really sweat. And um, I used to just think it was a, an issue of like a genetic issue. So I went to the doctor. He gave me this special deodorant to hold my sweat. And the only thing that did is it helped me sweat more from the face and um, made me sweat more from the back and butt. And what happens is when you block pores from sweating, you create tox toxins to build up. Um, so I started developing these big bumps under my underarms. It was crazy. It was a very crazy time. Um, I'm just trying to think about anything else that led up to where I am today. When I when I got in college, I started to develop a fungus on my toe, on my on my left toe, and um, it started off small first, and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And this is when I started to date my current girlfriend, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting like a, a toenail fungus. Like I never had that before. But around my football locker room, I'm not even lying. I say about nine out of ten guys had a fungal f infection on their toes. They all have fungus feet, and you know, you walk around barefooted. You take showers with these guys. You, you know, as a college athlete, you know, it's totally normal to do these things. But as I look back, I say, oh my God, there's so many things that I did wrong with that situation. Um, so. What happens is over time, as you start to get a superficial fungal infection, so dandruff or a toenail infection or a skin issue, and you don't take care of it, then that fungus infection finds its way into your gut. And when it finds your way, it finds its way into your gut, then you have a lot of issues. So my junior year going into my senior year of college, I started to develop irritable bowel syndrome. And the irritable bowel syndrome came out to be Oh my God, gas. I'm, I was always gassy after eating like fruit and vegetables. I was always gassy after eating any sweets. I was always gassy. It started off with gas. Then it started to actually create digestive issues like where if I ate certain foods, I had to go straight to the bathroom. And then it turned into gas, digestive issues with pain. I had a stabbing pain behind my right belly button, um, which happened to be my small intestines. 
I had one of the worst pains that you can ever go through. I, it was so bad that I couldn't stand up straight or I couldn't run or I couldn't squat and, and I couldn't bend over to pick things up off the floor because of this pain. This pain was just, oh, my God. The pain is actually your psoas muscle. Um, um, it was my psoas muscle because my small intestines were so inflamed. Um, I created leaky gut syndrome, which we'll talk about in this podcast as well. Um, and that leaky gut syndrome was on my small intestines. Now, anytime you inflamed an organ, you are going to inflame the muscle nearest to it. I spoke about this in my podcast before, but um, every organ shares the same nerves with the muscle nearest to it. For an example, if someone has a heart attack, they'll get left chest, chest pain because their heart is um, connected to their left chest. It's closest to the left shoulder and their left jaw. So all of these things will be in pain when someone's having a heart attack um, because the nerve shares the same um, shares with that organ the same muscles around it. So I started to notice that no matter what, I couldn't get rid of this hip flexor pain that I was I was having. It was very, very painful. And being a college athlete didn't make it easier. So I went to physical therapy. I went into athletic training. And then I also went to school for physical therapy, athletic training, strength and conditioning. And I was trying to fix this thing, and it was I could never fix it. It definitely robbed me from my career without a doubt. But everything happens for a reason, right? Because if it didn't, then I wouldn't be so invested into what I'm doing today. Um, so right after that, I started to notice I was getting bumps. My whole life since a kid, I had this uh, these little bumps on my arms. It was embarrassing to wear a tank top. It was embarrassing to go to the pool. I had these, I, I'm talking about probably a thousand bumps on each arm. It's like little red bumps. And I can pop them. Some you can pop, some are just, red, you know, really just red and um, I think I got diagnosed with uh, diagnosed with cirrhosis, um, if I'm saying that right. It's basically a skin disorder where you you have all these bumps. Um, that is actually a fungal infection. We'll get into that, like I said. So I forgot to mention that when I was a kid. I'm just trying to give you a, a, a timeline on, on how it develops. So in college, it started to get to the point where I started to get really, really bad with the pain. And it was... It was times where I would have to leave class to go use the bathroom. Um, but one thing that I definitely noticed is my mood. My mood was I, I had like a bipolar disorder. Um, one day I would be happy. One day I would be really sad. One day I would be wanting to hang out with people. The next day I don't want to hang out with nobody. One day I sleep good. One day I don't sleep good. So my teachers over four years saw this pattern and was concerned for me and make me made me go seek counseling. So I went to go see a counselor. His name was Mr. Casey. He was a great guy in Delaware State University. Sat down with me. He said, Nate, you may have attention disorder. Now, since I was a kid, I've been had attention disorder, but I just thought it was normal. And he told me to go see a doctor. I went to go see a doctor, and they were like, oh, my God, you have one of the worst cases of attention disorder. So they put me on a drug named Adderall. Adderall was like a God-saving drug for me at the time because for the first time in my life, I was able to sit down and not have a mind that spaced off all the time. So my ADD got worse as I was in college. I was on Adderall. I was only on it for like three to four months because I, I, I caught on to being addicted to Adderall. So I wake up in the morning, I'll take an Adderall, and then at three or four o'clock, the Adderall will kind of start waving off of me and I wanted to stay with that feeling because when you're on Adderall, if you're on any type of drug or caffeine, you say yes to things when you're really supposed to say no or you do more than what you really can if you were sober 
and um, you put a lot of responsibility on yourself or you, you, you mess up your core values. So I noticed that I did that. So I needed another one at 3 p.m. to get me going throughout the day. And that turned it into addiction that I'm not embarrassed to admit. And um, I had to get over that addiction plus other addictions um, throughout my, my life, which led me again into the institute, the holistic institute that I'm a part of. And I will be making a podcast on how to heal from any addiction. That's going to be a deep one because my whole family struggles with drug addiction or some type of addiction. So so the mood changed, focus changed, digestive issues got really bad, and then weight went crazy. Um, after I hurt my back in my senior year of college, I had went through a depression and um, I craved sweets, craved sweets, craved sweets. Now I'm doing the same eating pattern of craving sweets, but now I'm not an athlete. I'm not burning thousands of calories of training and practice every day. So I went from 240 pounds to 300 pounds. Um, and one day Reed took a picture of me. My girl took a picture of me and, um, I looked at myself and I was like, yo, who is this guy? And if you look at myself, when I looked at myself, I saw, I saw death coming soon. I looked like I was 35 years old when I was really 22, 23. I had bags under my eyes. Um, anytime you have bags under your eyes, that's a sign of high levels of cortisol. So if someone doesn't get sleep, cortisol levels are high. If someone is very stressed, cortisol levels are high. So you can get bags on your eyes just being too stressed. You can get bags on your eyes with a fungal infection because a fungal infection makes you uh, releases cortisol. So you can be suffering from anxiety, anxiety attacks, um, stress, depression from a fungal infection. And you think that you're crazy, but you're really not crazy. So um after i gained all the weight i told my you know i told Reed like this is getting bad so i had a decision to make i was graduating that year and i had a decision to make either go to college and i was i had my mind set on st john's um to continue my education in queens but i made the decision to spend my money instead on the holistic institute uh the czech institute so i never had to take a loan for college anyway because i had a full scholarship for college so I was ready to get like get myself into debt if I had to, but I learned what I did instead is um I turned my passion of coaching people and really helping people I I made a, a a strategy to take a percentage and save it for years so I can pay for my first year of the, at the institute and I was able to do that after three years of doing it I I actually passed my certification took my certification for the institute uh, my first year this year. Um, uh, two months ago, I got my certification. So I'm officially um, a certified uh, Czech practitioner, um, level one, holistic lifestyle coach level one, which is pretty cool. You can look at this stuff up. This is all real stuff. Um, so I went I went to New York, and as I started to work in New York, I started to notice that I was having these problems. But then I went to pick away from these problems, and then I came across the Czech Institute, and then it, it, was, it was mentioning that if you have these symptoms and you have this, then you're dealing with a fungal infection. I'm like, yo, there's no way I'm dealing with a fungal infection because the first thing you think about is like, yo, that's dirty. That's dirty. Oh, my God, I'm not dealing with it. That's dirty. But I got to be real with you. It, it's it's not dirty. It's, it's reality, right? A fungal infection comes into your life um, because they're Mother Nature's cops. They're police of Mother Nature. If you start disrespecting the body, they start to come in and they give you pain. And this pain is supposed to teach you on how to be aware of what's going on in your body so you can start taking care of yourself. So I was in New York City and I started to work with people. And then what I noticed is um, 
and my sugar cravings and, 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 and how I can get rid of the sugar cravings. So one of the things that I did is I noticed the less sugar that I gave myself, like carbohydrates throughout the day, the less I really craved carbohydrates. And I'm like, why is that? So it comes down to be when you feed, when you feed yourself more sugar than your body can handle, fungal infections appear because they kind of save your life in a way. Um, if you give your brain too much sugar, you can actually put it in a coma. Um, so with your or too much sugar for your body um, can actually studies have shown that too much sugar in the body can actually start to have cancer cells grow. And so fungus really comes first before all these major symptoms of other diseases. They come in to take the sugar because they take the load of so so your your brain doesn't become toxic or your liver doesn't come overwhelmed. So a fungus fungus eat it and, and fungi, they'll eat it for you. We all naturally have some candida in us anyway, which is a, a, a kind of a fungus in us. But what happens is when you continuously do that, you over they overfeed, they overeat. And uh, because you overate sugar and they start to grow. And when they start to grow, they release something called mycotoxins. And those mycotoxins really get you dizzy. They get you hungry. They get you, they manipulate you to want to go get more sugar. So you can have three, four cookies and be like, oh my God, that's a lot of cookies. And you'll sit back on the couch after eating it and your brain is like, go get three more. Go get three more. And then you go get three more and then you look at the pack and you're like, you know what, I'm going to eat the whole pack. But tomorrow I'm going to start all over again. You know, and it, that's what it does to you. And then you you feel bad about it and you feel you get mad at yourself and then you go try to exercise and try this all crazy you know exercise programs but the truth is is that they manipulate you uh with the mycotoxins the mycotoxins we'll get more into what the mycotoxins does when we get down to the the main symptoms but so i was in new york did that started to apply this stuff to myself gave myself less less sugar i started to notice my cravings went down lower and then i started to notice i was oh my god i wasn't even hungry throughout the day and I'm like, wow, it wasn't me that I've been hungry my whole life. It was these fungal fungus in my body. And as soon as I load down on my sugar, jock itch disappeared, dandruff disappeared, fungus toe starts healing up. And then, of course, there's little smart critters. What I came to find out three years later is that when you have a deep fungal infection, you can never get rid of it. So as soon as you have a cookie, they pop right back up. As soon as you suck on a lollipop, they come right back up, and then you'll get these symptoms all over again. So it's really, really a headache. Um, so for me, um, as I continue to go down, I was kind of disrespecting the whole thing. I was trying to manipulate my way to and finesse my way around this fungal infection. But last year, um, after doing this for a couple of years, last year, it started to get a little, little crazy for me because out of nowhere, I got these three bumps, little baby bumps on my arm. Um, by my forearm and they itch i'm like what the hell are these little things and then i would like they're pimples but they're not pimples they're basically like little um sores and i'm like yo where did these come from and then i noticed that anytime i ate something sweet that these little sores would itch and i'm like you little mother come to find out these little things are a skin fungus now that i'm getting and i'm like wow nate what are you doing man like you you just because guys I cannot let go of like my sugar addiction like I can minimize it as much as I want or I can but you know there's probably two times a week where I used to just go crazy you know I like I come across like cookies and or something like that even you know you know trying my best to get over this addiction of mine um or this issue it's it's not easy and if you're struggling you you'll empathize with me because you understand how it is so um. 
then one day I was in the gym. I was on like four cups of coffee and um, I suffered in a panic attack three times in one week. And after suffering my panic attacks for three times, I knew that I had to look over things. Uh, the pandemic happened. I moved here to California and I went to get rid of this, that, that, uh, the leaky gut syndrome that I had. So the first thing you got to do with a leaky gut syndrome is that you got to get rid of anything that's really processed. Like you have to be 100% honest with yourself and you have to pull back. After you pull back and you get rid of that, um, you have to heal the microbiome back in your gut, which it's a whole nother podcast. But in order to do that, you got to increase your prebiotics. So I, that's bananas, berries, and avocados, which are fruits. And I love fruits. And um, I was having two to three smoothies a day. And the pain disappeared. I no longer have that psoas pain. I had to do that from March of 2020 to about August last month of 2020. And um, it went great. I got rid of that psoas pain. And the first time I can stand up in two years, three years without that deep hip pain and my hip popping. But... Got to be honest with you, it came with a lot of, you know, I healed the gut area, but the fungus all over everywhere else on my body was going crazy. So my toenail got worse. That toenail infection, the fungus uh, came back. The, those little bumps in my arms came back. The dandruff came back. Um, oh, my God. Irritable bowel syndrome. As far as, um, you know, you know the stool, you know, when you, when you have a, a fungus infection, you can go from being constipated for one, two, three days, then I don't know where have a bunch of like diarrhea. Or you can have be constipated for a couple of days and then you have a bunch of loose stool. Um I was I was having all these weird digestive issues when I was doing this stuff. I was never satisfied, but long story short, guys, I gained 30 pounds. I gained 30 pounds. It got to the point where um and um you know I noticed that I was really depressed these last six, seven months. I'm talking about You'll wake up in the morning and um, you feel like today's going to be different, but today just feels like yesterday. And you lose, I lost all my motivation. I lost, um, I had no energy. Like if I wanted to make a podcast, I had no energy. If I wanted to write an article, I had no energy. If I wanted to um, go for a walk, it was very hard for me to do that. And then um, what happens is, I noticed that I got back into this vicious cycle of my fungal infection probably like last, the last two weeks where um, I was counting all my calories and tracking all my food and I was gaining weight. And I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on? Uh, I made a video, I mean, I made a podcast on what's the best diet. And if you're a protein type, uh, if you listen to that podcast and you find out that you're a protein type and you eat too much fruit, um, I told you this is what's going to happen. You'll gain weight. doesn't matter what your calories are. You'll get uh, depressed, you'll have sleeping issues, you'll have low sex drive, you'll have all these issues because you're eating a diet that doesn't resonate with your body, with your biology. Um, so I say about like two weeks ago, I, I'm like, wow. Then I noticed like, you know, my, 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 my fungal infection was like to the next level. So um, I've been, for two weeks, I've been attacking my fungal infection, I'm down five pounds, I'm feeling better than ever, I'm here making a podcast right now, um, you know, and, and I'm, I'm feeling great. So I can get deeper into that story, but I want to give you a story because I don't want you thinking that, um, you know, that I'm just making this stuff up like, oh, I read this and this is what we got to do today. No, this is I'm dealing with this stuff. And it's a deep fungus infection that I have. It's very hard to get rid of because they dig holes into your intestines 
and they just wait for a bad day. They wait for that one bad day. Unless you're disciplined for like three years and never have any type of sugar, you're going to be running into these guys. Funguses are smart because funguses trade sugar with plants in nature. So funguses thrive off sugar, okay? Um, you can actually see yeast grow after giving it sugar in a bottle. It's crazy, but same thing goes on to your body, in your body. So I'm going to name a couple symptoms of a fungal infection for you. I have a lot of notes here on my laptop. I have a lot of notes here in my notebook. And uh, before making this podcast, I went through all my um, Czech Institute um, educational things that I learned about my fungal infection. We have to take a program on how to heal a fungal infection because you we come across a lot of clients that have these. And um, you know, in my profession, I need to help my clients get over this. And I say out of, it's crazy because if at nine out of 10 of my clients have a fungal infection. And they have all these issues or hip problems when they lunge and squat and dizziness and hunger and overeating. And um, we come to find out that we, you know, it, that it's a fungal infection. A lot of people don't like to accept it because they think fungal infection is like the nastiest thing in the world. And they're embarrassed. And as soon as they hear that, hey, look, I got a fungal infection. I got a deep fungal infection. Um, he may not be here right now, but they will pop up as soon as you give me a lollipop. And... They're like, wow, you know, so if you make yourself as an example because you're a practitioner, you know, uh, people start to start to be real with themselves. Okay, so here's some symptoms. Now, you may hear symptoms overlap as we go through this. Um, so the first thing is skin itching and eruptions. So your skin will itch, um, especially after eating something very sweet. Okay, so if you eat a cookie some chocolate, and you notice that your hair is itching, your private part, your groin, your foot, your toe, your butt. Um, that this is a that's a sign of a fungal infection, um, and uh, in eruptions of the skin. So if you have a like a sore or like a pimple that looks like it's erupted, it's damaged skin. That's also a symptom of a fungal infection. Here's a big one: pimples that don't clear up. If you get pimples that just don't go away, or you get pimples that don't have a white head. When you try to pop it, no uh, toxins come out. The whiteness doesn't come out. It's just blood and pus. That is a fungal infection right there. That is huge, especially if you're getting that on your face, if you're, if you're getting that on your arms. Because um, what happens over time is when your body's trying to get rid of the fungus and tries to get rid of the toxins out of the blood, they come out of your skin. Food cravings for sweets, starches are very common because... Fungus infections, they love eating sugar. They love eating sweet things. They love eating, if you eat a potato, that potato gets broken down in the metabolism as sugar at the end of the day. And they love that stuff. You'll know that you have a crave, you know this when you eat this sugar. Um, not only would you get cravings after, I mean, before eating it, but after you eat it, if you get bloating and you start farting or you have to use the bathroom, that's a huge sign that that's a fungal infection right there. Um, they disrupt your blood sugar. So, Meaning you can have very low blood sugar, right, and crave that sugar. And then when you eat it, you go, you get very high sugar. And then the body has to release insulin to lower that sugar. And then you go right back to having very low sugar. And then you want more sugar to balance out your blood sugar. It's kind of like a diabetic. Um, and it makes you go back and forth on going up and down on your blood sugar. And this is what this does. When you do that, you exhaust your, adrenal, uh, your adrenals. Your adrenals are re uh, responsible to release cortisol. So anytime you play with your sugar up and down, you're playing with your cortisol levels. Your cortisol levels in non-science world is uh, referred as your stress. 
Um, but it's very, very real. When you these cortisol levels are very, very real. It's nothing to play with. Um, and when you tap out those adrenals and you tap out your cortisol, you release a lot of cortisol. You'll notice you, you, it, cr- it creates something being burnt out. So I went through that burnout phase when I didn't want to wake. When I woke up and I had no energy to make podcasts, I had no energy to um, want to go for a walk. I had no energy to work on my dreams because I was burnt out. So it would burn you out. The next symptom is fatigue. So there you go, fatigue. It makes you very tired, like very tired. Um, the next symptom is mental cloudiness. So mental cloudiness. The reason why is because when these little funguses eat, they they shit in your blood. Okay, they release mycotoxins. These mycotoxins that are probably the most toxic thing you can never come across in your life, and you got them in your body. When they release these mycotoxins, these mycotoxins are released and they go through your blood. Anything that's in your blood goes to your brain. It kind of goes to your brain. It leaves you foggy-headed, ADD. It gives you all these issues um, um, with mental focus. Um, you'll notice what I notice with a lot of my clients when I train them is if I try to have them do anything with coordination skills, they have they don't know the difference between right and left. Meaning, like if I say, okay, take your right hand, tap your left toe. They'll take their left hand and tap their left toe and go, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. So I have to go because they have a lot of mental um, mental cloudiness going on where they can't be very conscious at the moment. Um, uh, with kids, I would talk to them and they won't, they would just stare at my forehead and I'm like, you know, cause kids have fungal infections as well. And if I'm training a kid and, um, they can't focus at all, you know, one, you know, they're staring at my forehead, one moment they're crying, one moment they're happy, one, you know, they're all over the place. Um, that, that is a huge sign of a fungal infection. Joint aches and popping. Um, a couple of reasons. If you eat something sweet and you notice like you got to squat or move or use your arm or like rotate your arm to make a popping shoulder or your hip or your neck. Oh, boy, you have a deep fungal infection right there. That's a huge sign. Um, and anytime you notice you got hip popping, that is also a deep hip fungal infection because it is hard to stabilize a joint effectively if you have a deep fungal infection. Because a deep fungal infection would turn off your core muscles. And your core muscles aren't working. Your hips are hard to stabilize. Because your transverse abdominis, which is your deep core muscles, pull your hips back and up into the socket. And helps stabilize not only the hips but the spine. But when you have a fungal infection, you're always going to be bloated. If you like it or not, you're going to be bloated. Constipation, we talked about that. You'll be constipated. Um, they'll make you very constipated. And then out of nowhere, you'll be constipated, but then you have like, you alternate between having a hard stool and soft stool. So you'll be constipated and you have this hard stool come out. And the next day you have soft stool. And then you may just have all together all diarrhea because the body's trying to get rid of the stool because you can't have your poop sit in your body for too long because it becomes very toxic. Um, skin conditions that appear as cirrhosis and often is diagnosed as much. Um, we, we talked about that white spots on the gums. Okay. Um, they usually are diagnosed by dentists, uh, as gum disease. So if you take your lips and look around on your gums and see if you have any white spots or bumps or sores, that's a sign of a fungal infection, a white tongue or coating on the tongue. So if you look into the mirror and stick your tongue all the way out and look in the back, if you have a white coat on your tongue, you have a candenia, which is a deep fungal infection, um, which is the fungus guy that I'm I've been um I've been battling with my whole life. So slight 
um, swelling under the eyes, we talked about that, is commonly water retention and you have a lot of muscle loss or uh, loss of muscle definition, that is a sign of a fungal infection because funguses release all these toxins in your blood. They bore holes in your, to your intestines or into your skin, and that releases your cortisol. Cortisol stress goes up when, that, when your body releases a lot of stress. Stress shows up as, in many different ways, but one of the ways that you can see if someone's stressed, if they're too mentally tough to say that they're not, is by looking at their cord- I mean, looking under their eyes and see if they have bags on their eyes, which is cortisol. And these are examples of different fungal infections. So ringworm is one of them. Candenia is another one. So it's often on the skin or the mucous membrane. Um, prostate hypertrophy is another one. So having pain in um, hypertrophy, I mean, in the prostate. I haven't had this issue. And as far as I know, I haven't had any clients, older men, deal with this yet. But I'm pretty sure I'll have to dig a little deeper into that. Athlete's foot, jock itch, thrush. So yeast infection uh, for women, dandruff, and leaky gut syndrome via fungal infection, okay? So before we go into, um, you know, oh, how can I fix this? How can I fix this? Because that's what I wanted to do. What, what, what can I take to fix it? What can I take to fix it? Okay, we have to realize that a fungal infection can be coming to us as a teacher, Okay. Um, and I just want you to keep that mind as if the fungus infection is a teacher. It teaches you when you eat the foods that are not right for you. So if you eat a certain food and then you have a yeast infection the next day, or if you're a male and you notice that you have jock itch, or if your head starts itching and you're having digestive issues or you start farting, you ate something that's that you should not be eating, okay? <clears throat> if you're somebody, we're going to start from, I'm going to just, I'm just going to pretend that we're going to start from the top of the digestive system, okay? If you're someone that had any type of medical dentist issue where you have a whole bunch of toxins in your mouth from dental work as far as heavy metals, anytime you drink water, anytime you eat, you swallow that into your gut. Keep that in mind. If you're anybody that had any issues with an organ as far as your liver, your pancreas, or your gallbladder, Anytime you eat, you depend on one of these to not only digest your food, but detoxify the body. They all have a responsibility. So for me, for an example, I had non-alcoholic fatty liver. Non-alcoholic fatty liver is having a fatty liver, not from alcohol, but from too much sugar. Since I, my liver wasn't working as well, and as a baby, I was born, I was on heroin, so my liver was affected then, I picked up fungal infections easily and I dealt with them easily because my liver wasn't working and my liver is responsible for detoxifying the body, okay? As being someone who's on drugs, I also had dysbiosis. Dysbiosis in a gut is basically an imbalance of gut bacteria. Anytime you have dysbiosis, more bad guys than good, you always are going to struggle with a fungal infection and most likely a parasite infection. So if you have any gut issues, it can be dysbiosis. And if you have anything as far as any um, um, anything as far as like birth control, antibiotics, if you are abusing those things, you're gonna most likely be someone who's gonna be struggling with a fungal infection a lot. And if you're somebody who has been, um, I'm trying to say this in a nice way, if 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 you're someone who's been eating conventional meat, 
you're going to have a, a fungal infection because conventional meat is um, killing animals and giving animals fake food that they develop these fungal infections and then you eat them. Okay, so that's why it's very that's why I preach getting your food from a good farm that treats animals right and eating clean meat. So the use of antibiotics invites fungal infections. You must understand that. So if you're I have some female clients who are on birth control who who have come off birth control because they noticed that we can never get rid of their fungal infection because of it. We can manage it, but we can't really get rid of it. Um, so anytime you take antibiotics and you never recolonize the gut with probiotics, you're going to be struggling with a whole bunch of fungal infections because you have a dysbiosis, meaning you have more bad guys than good guys down there. So you must recolonize with uh, probiotics after using antibiotics. So you want to use a high-quality um, probiotic. Usually the best one is going to be a human-grade probiotic. They usually um, have to be refrigerated. You want to use fermented foods. Um, because fermented foods also recolonize uh, the gut. Um, they like sauerkraut, kimchi, uh, kefir. These things have a whole bunch of probiotics in it, which help you recolonize the gut as well. These bacteria in this food helps you recolonize the good guys, the good bugs. Raw goat's milk, if possible, because the bacteria in raw goat's milk is very um, uh, similar to the human body. Um, so it's they took raw goat's milk, compared it to mother's breast milk, and it's very, very it's just, it's it's the only thing that is the closest thing to mother's breast milk to make it easy for you. Um, anytime someone has weak digestion, um, particularly low stomach acid, they cannot break down proteins effectively. Um, and what that does is um, many different funguses or bugs or um, bacteria pathogens come in through meats. Or even like potatoes or fruit that came in from the dirt. If you're eating these things and you have low stomach acid, not only you're not going to be able to kill those things off that come into your body, but you're not going to be having the efficient amino acids from protein and fats to give your immune system the energy to kill off any fungal infections that you're already dealing with. So a sign of low stomach acid is actually having acid reflex. How funny is that? So if you're eating food and your food, you're burping your food up and you have heartburn, that is a sign that you don't have enough uh, stomach acid to begin with um, because the stomach acid is not breaking down the food and it's not closing the valve. So anytime that valve is not closed, it's because the stomach doesn't think that it has food in it, so the food comes back up. And why doesn't the valve think it has any food in it? Because the food will be digested by stomach acid, which makes it close. Um, you can look that up. Look up low stomach acid real causes and you'll come up to see that uh, I mean, a stomach um, heartburn's real causes. You'll come to find out it's actually low stomach acid. The next one, next one of the reasons why you're gonna have a fungal infection is because of depressed immunity, stress. And here is the funniest thing about that: I never believed in stress a day in my life until I say this year after I panic after my three panic attacks. Stress. Okay, so if you don't sleep for eight hours a day, a night. You are going to wake up stressed if you like it or not because your body has too much cortisol in it. Your body, in order for your body to really get accurate amount of rest, you have to sleep for eight hours, okay? So if you don't sleep for eight hours, you're going to wake up with cortisol. If you sleep too late, if you go to sleep past 12 o'clock or 1 a.m., 
you're going to always suffer with a fungal infection or some type of disease because you or problems because you're not respecting the cycle of life. You're not respecting sleep. Okay, so the moon lines up with the human body at 10:30 p.m. and you start to restore anything physical. So anything that you did physically, working out, walking, sitting for a long time, back ache, whatever. Your body starts replacing and recovering that from 10.30 p.m. to 2 a.m. From 2 a.m. to 6 a.m., the body starts to repair the psyche. So if you notice a mother that, I mean, a woman that just had a baby and they're waking up all night, you'll notice they're a great example. I have a lot of, I had a lot of clients I work with. You'll notice that they look like they went, they're going crazy, right? But they're really not. But they have a lot of psychological problems because they're not getting that sleep from 2 to 6. They're not recovering from their workouts because from 10 to 2, they're up every other hour. So if you're someone who likes to play video games or likes to be on Instagram or likes to watch TV all night, just know that if you have a goal in your life, you would never, ever really achieve your goal to them in a healthy state without getting accurate, I mean, um, the right amount of sleep, okay? Um, another thing that causes a lot of stress that, I figured out too is when I was taking those Adderall, I was turning on my stress levels because when you take an Adderall, when you take anything for attention disorder, um, if you take any type of medical drug, you, you're going to rise cortisol levels too, but we're going to just leave that out. We're going to talk about anything that stimulates the sympathetic system. So Adderall turns on your sympathetic system. It purposely turns on your cortisol levels because when you have cortisol levels, when you have stress in your blood, it makes you focus. But too much stress makes you flight. So that's why it's called the fight or flight system. So when I took that Adderall, it would make me focused. I was focused until 3 o'clock. But then when 3 o'clock came, my body started to flight. It was too much. It was too stressed. And then the drug started to come down. And then I noticed that I started to have like anxiety issues, anger issues. So I just took another one. And then it went right back up. And then I had worse symptoms at nighttime. Well, come to find out, when you drink a cup of coffee... Coffee does that to you. Coffee's rising your cortisol levels. And after you continuously rise your cortisol levels, when your cortisol levels are high, your body will release sugar or make sugar. And when you make sugar or release sugar, you start feeding these fungal infections. How crazy is that? Now, when you do that, not only do you feed these, these little bugs, you also rise insulin to lower the sugar that you created. And insulin job is to store and store fat and make you fat. So it's a vicious cycle. Imagine doing that every hour of going for a cookie, going for a cookie, going for a cookie, rising cortisol more, drinking three, four cups of coffee, rising cortisol more, being in front of screens all day because screen uh, from electric magnetic uh, field screens give a uh, rise cortisol levels too. Then you're more stressed, and then it's not only are you releasing sugar and you're eating sugar and you're beating up your uh, pancreas from releasing insulin to store this fat, but you're feeding the bugs at the same time. It is, and then cortisol levels being, it's a vicious cycle, okay? So if you like it or not, that's going to create a lot of stress in your body. If you ever want to work out one day or go for a run and you notice that you just, you don't feel like it, it's because of stress. It's not because you're lazy. It's because of stress. Your adrenal glands are shot. You can't run. You can't lift weights. Your body will give up. Your mind will quit on you. So, you know, what I want you to do is stop beating yourself up all the time about these things because 
this is the reality of it is you're just, just too stressed. If you can't sleep at night, you're too stressed. The reason why you can't sleep at night is because cortisol levels are responsible to keep you up. Because did you know when the sun comes out in the morning, anytime sun, when sun comes up around 6, 30, 7 o'clock, when that sun comes through your window and it hits your skin, that turns on cortisol. So that's like a natural cup of coffee right there. But people, um, when they go to sleep at night and they have too much cortisol in their blood, your body thinks the sun is up. So that's why you can't sleep. So in the morning, when you when you do try to wake up and you finally do get to sleep, your cycles are flipped over. So now during the day, you try to sleep all day because your body didn't sleep all night. And it's just um, your, your, your circadian rhythm is all messed up. Okay, so stress is one of the biggest ones. Okay, dysbiosis, we talked about that. So if you're somebody that was born out of a C-section, if you're someone that wasn't breastfed, if you're someone who drinks tap water their whole life, if you're someone who has ate junk food all their life, if you're someone who has ate meat that was conventional meat from farms where they fed animals garbage and you got the meat that was non-organic and non-grass-fed, you most likely created a dysbiosis in you. Um, if you're someone who ate sugar and drank Gatorades all day, if you're someone who's on birth control, if you're someone who had to take antibiotics and didn't, uh, fix your gut bacteria with probiotics and you didn't replenish that, you're going to have some type of dysbiosis. Anybody that has irritable bowel syndrome or um, irritable bowel disease all have dysbiosis. Look it up. And studies, if you look it up, come across the research papers that are, are official. You don't have to read nobody's vlog, I mean, uh, articles or blogs. There's official research showing this, okay? And if I remember right, I'm going to be putting... In the description of this podcast, I'm going to be putting a couple of things to help you out with this. And I'm going to make sure that I attach um, a, a, a nutritionist from Texas who had irritable bowel syndrome. He had colitis um, um, and he healed his colitis because he had dysbiosis. And he explains what he ate, which was goat milk, um, um, non, non, I mean, organic grass-fed meats and things like that and prebiotics. Um, with fruits and vegetables to replenish his gut bacteria, so that that can be a helpful video. If you follow me on Instagram, the Nate Ortiz, you you would have saw me shot this guy out a couple times. He's incredible, but I'll put that video in, into the description. Okay, eating foods that are carried by fungi can give you a fungal infection. So coffee beans are actually the highest sprayed uh, crop that you consume if you do drink coffee. But coffee beans carry the most fungus because most fun, most coffee beans, most coffee shops are only trying to work out of profit. Most coffee companies work out of profit. So they want the beans that they can keep for a long period of time and sell down the future. Anytime you have these beans sit down for a long time, funguses start to grow over them. So they take those beans. Starbucks takes those beans. You know, all these different coffee shops would take these beans, mesh these beans, you drink them. And then you have all this fungus going in your body. Now, you can not have these issues when you're um, drinking organic. When you drink organic, because the the way organic works is that you don't spray. You can't spray a crop. You can't spray it with pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, rodenticides. When you don't spray a crop, and that crop and that soil is allowed to stay natural. These things have its own natural ability to fight these things off. Now, you can't stop a rodent from coming by and eating extra of your crops when you do these things, so you may lose out on profit. You can't stop you can't stop those things, but you're taking a chance on 
getting the most natural crop out there for customers. When you drink those type of, when you drink organic, those carry less fungus than a conventional coffee bean, and they carry less toxins than a regular coffee bean. Another thing that carries a lot of fungus is most beans, beans within itself. Another thing is fruits. Uh, fruits carry and feed fungus. And I, I'm going to tell you, I know that for a fact. I drink, give me one smoothie, I'll gain seven pounds, and I'll have digestive issues and fungal infections for the next 72 hours. Um, there's two fruits that are really okay if they're organic. Green apples, Dr. Doug Kaufman shows that green apples actually kills fungal infections, actually has um, antifungal properties in it, and grapefruit is another one that actually helps kill off fungal infections, but only if they're organic. Root vegetables, so potatoes, sweet potatoes, those things carry fungal infections, but they also feed fungal infections, but carrots... Carrots are known to kill fungus infections. Um, you can look this stuff up. It's pretty interesting. Grain and corn-fed animals carry the highest, the highest concentration of mycotoxins and fungi. So be careful. When you go and spend your money on food, if you don't have a big budget, take the budget that you have and spend it on real meat. That would, oh my God, that would save you so much, so much time. On dealing with fungal infections and any type of weight issues and things like that. Um, that's why you see a lot of people go vegan and turn into vegan um, because there is some truth to it. When people get away from all that, you know, toxic meat and they go vegan, they start feeling better. But two things happen. Number one, they start feeling better, but then they start eating like vegan cookies that have sugar in it. They start eating processed food that is vegan. So, you know, the fitness culture is very good. The fitness economy is very good at adapting to fads and making a lot of money. So they're like, oh, you want to go vegan? Okay, so now we'll just make all this stuff vegan, cookies and stuff. They all have sugar and crap in it, but you're going to eat it because it's vegan. So you start to lose the purpose of that. But another thing is is that a lot of people will argue with you that you're supposed to go vegan. You, you, gotta eat, you can't eat meats and stuff like that. Um, there's a difference between eating conventional meat and real meat. That's number one. Number two is if your metabolic type can handle more fruits and vegetables, then you'll notice that you're you're going to be favoring more of a vegan diet anyway. So I'm not here to argue with you, um, you know, or debate with you. But Dr. Weston A. Price traveled the world to every culture in the early 1900s before cameras came out and wrote a journal and uh, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration, a whole book that's like a Bible size of not only showing what they ate in different uh, different cultures around the world, um, but how they ate and showed that not one culture came. He did not come across one uh, a village that didn't have some protein and fiber and organic food. They all had that in common. Now, it depended on what part of the world you were in that you were able to consume that much fruit and vegetables. So if your family's from Europe, your genetics are from Europe, best to believe your gen your ancestors weren't eating plant foods all year round because the grass actually becomes frozen a lot in Europe versus 
the South Americans of Brazil and Europe, um, in Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic, Hawaii, etc. Okay, let's get back to this. Our medical drugs weaken um, immunity and detoxification pathways. So if you're taking a lot of meds, um, uh, a lot of drugs, one of the ones that I run to all the time is going to be the top three is um, birth control is number one. Number two will be attention disorder. And then number three, you'll notice anybody that's on Adderall or any type of attention disorder drug will end up being on some type of antidepressant drug. Because I told you what it does to your body already. It makes you depressed because you turn on cortisol, which is stress. So those are the top three drugs. But you got to look up the side effects to most of the drugs that you're taking because they will weaken your immune system. And anytime your immune system is not as strong as it should be, then you're not able to fight off any type of pathogens that come in your body or any fungus infections. People who have AIDS die from a fungal infection. They don't die from the AIDS within itself. So people that have AIDS have low immunity, and a fungal infection starts to take over their body, and they die from that. I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, you also have a, a serious fungal infection if you have a parasite infection or if you ever had a parasite infection, okay? Um, eating correctly, incorrectly for your metabolic type, like we spoke about before, will lead to a fungal infection all the time. So I, I'm making myself an example. I gave myself a serious fungal infection the last six, seven months and gave myself depression and gave myself all these symptoms, all these symptoms because I was eating the wrong metabolic type for me. I was eating more of a, a carbohydrate type versus a protein type. Another one is a vegetarian diet, a vegan diet, and a raw food diet. Um, these three are here. Um, this is, I'm reading notes from the Czech Institute right now from my Holistic Lifestyle um, Institute um, from my program, these three have been shown to give you serious uh, fungal infections. Because remember, fruit is what really feeds these these um, these fungal infections. Um, there's going to be a lot of people that have hard feelings towards that or have uh, feel some type of way. But if they're real with themselves, I never came across a vegan that didn't have sugar cravings. Ever. Ever. Never. Never. Ever in my life. Okay. So, there's a couple things that you can do to start to fight off this fungal infection. Um, a lot of the, the the herbs that you can take, I'll leave as much as I can into the description below. But um, I'm just going to go to the bottom of my notes here and just make sure I gave you everything that I wanted to give you in this. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to make another one for this. Oh, one of the other things you must do is, if you ever had a fungal, this is huge. If you ever had... Um, your house filled with mold or mildew or your shower or something like that, you're definitely going to be getting some type of fungal infection. Uh, we talked about evaluate your teeth and gums for cavities or infections. Avoid body commercial and hair products. So a lot of these body uh, soaps and hair products that we use that are so commercialized, they kill off the good microbiome from our body and we're easily picking up fungal infections. Um, one of the things that I notice is if... This is just an extra bonus. If someone's eating food that they can't digest very well, they're going to have a fungal infection. So for me, I am i can't digest grains or dairy at all. Like my, I can't, like I have a lot of issues. So as soon as I have one of those two, I develop my fungal infection in 10 minutes because whatever you can't digest, accumulate and assimilate into energy, a fungus or parasite will. Now, 
a lot of these things go deep into getting a, a parasite infection too, but I, that is way too much information for you in this podcast, which I'm not going to be doing because that will be very overwhelming. Um, you want to be able to um, avoid alcohol that has been aged or fermented, okay? Avoid all alcohol from grain sources and avoid all non-alcoholic beverages. So if you're drinking a lot, a lot of alcohol, you'll notice that you're going to have a fungal infection if you do any of the things that I just said. Um, so try to drink organic alcohol if you do have a fungal infection. Um, so yeah, if you're eating something that you can't digest like dairy or grains um, or if you're eating meat and you notice you're having trouble, even if it's organic and you're having trouble with it, you're going to notice you're going to have trouble eating meat because your digestive system is going to be weak because of the fungal infection that you've been dealing with. So the best thing you can take is... Um, HCL pills. You can get get them from Amazon. You get them from Whole Foods or any health store. You take you take a couple of those before eating. What you're gonna do is that's gonna build up your stomach acid. Your stomach acid is gonna help you break down the protein. So if you look at your nails and your nails are bitter and thin and weak, if you have lines going through your nails, you have white spots on your nails. Those are signs that you have any um, you having problems with vitamin B. If you have any hair thinning that's going on, your hair's falling out a little bit, your skin is looking bad. These are all these are all signs of a fungal infection because you're not able to. Um, they're robbing you for your nutrients, but you're also not able to. You're gonna have low stomach acid, and you're not able to break down protein efficiently. So, HCL pills is one of the things that you're gonna want to throw into your diet, and then you're gonna want to throw in um, amino acids into your diet. So. The best advice I can give you is <clears throat> when you have a fungal infection, there's a couple things. This is a long podcast, but um, you know what? I'm happy I'm doing it because I it took me years to find something like this um, and this information. And I spent thousands of dollars on this information, by the way. Um, this stuff is not cheap to buy. Um, but it was worth every dollar. Um, so give me one second. I'm just going to find my notes here. Okay, so when you want to get rid of a fungal infection, you have to come across, first thing you have to do, you're going to take all these pills, you're going to try all these fancy things, you're going to be on Google. This There are six things. They It's called the six check foundation principles. Okay, if you disrespect any of these principles, you're, not, you're never going to get over any type of parasite, fungal infection, or disease in your life. Okay, so... I spoke about how life is a balance. You have yin and yang. Okay, yin is sleeping at night, digesting your food, relaxing. Yang is getting up in the morning and moving, okay, and eating. So the six foundation principles is nutrition is number one. A diet that it, you have to be honest with yourself. If you're eating a diet that's not your metabolic type, you're always going to have a fungal infection. So for me, for an example, if I go in the kitchen after eat, I'm making this podcast and <laughs> I want to have two bananas, hello, fungal infection. Mental fogginess is going to hit me first. Joint instability is going to hit me, popping in my joints, stomach pain, um, hunger, fatigue. All that's going to hit me within the next 15 minutes. So you have to take care of your nutrition. If I do go and eat the right nutrition for me, I'm going to make sure that it's grass-fed and it's clean nutrition, okay? Organic food has 46 to 56% more nutrients in it than non-organic food, okay? Your body's not looking for a berry or a piece of chicken. It's looking for the nutrients within that berry and piece of chicken. 
And if the nutrients is 46 or 56% depleted, your body's going to make you more hungry to go get more. And you can never really heal you. So nutrition is number one um, as far as eating the right metabolic type for yourself. And then another thing you want to make sure you're going to want to do is calm down on the junk food. Take all processed food out your diet. Take all processed food out your diet. Okay? I don't care if it's a keto. If you're eating a keto bar, look in the back of that. You're going to see anything that ends with O-X-E is sugar. Anything that ends with O-X-E is sugar. And if you're eating sugar, you're never going to get rid of this fungal infection. You're always going to be struggling with it. Okay? Um, one thing that I noticed that if I do get a sweet tooth, that helps. The green apples definitely help. Um, but if I have like three, two or three in a day, I start getting my symptoms. And I'm not going to lie to you. Um, another thing is berries, like blueberries. I find myself do very well with raspberries. Raspberries don't because they're very low in sugar. Um, blueberries and strawberries. And they also will help you detoxify the body a little bit. Okay. Um, but when it comes down to like eating frosted flakes and stuff like that, um, good luck with that. You're going to have a fungal infection for the rest of your life. If you want to take it step by step, I say step number one, get rid of all, all junk food. And, you know, if you want to keep fruit around and that's what you want to do, fine. And then if you're still having your fungal infections after doing that, then you know what you have to do next. Okay, so uh, eat clean meat. Uh, cook your food with organic coconut oil. Um, organic coconut oil is antifungal, so it kills off the fungus. So if you're cooking chicken, for an example, and you want to uh, put some, you, you want to take like a tablespoon, boom, put it in a pot, heat it up. When you eat that chicken, it's made from organic coconut oil. You're actually not only giving yourself good protein and good nutrients, but you're also giving yourself an antifungal, um, an antifungal. Um, another thing that we're, we're we're taught too is if you are doing type of any type of intermittent fasting or low, you know, any type of fast at all, gotta be kind of careful when you do that. You want to make sure that you incorporate yogi. It's a yogi tea. Uh, yogi tea is a brand of a tea um, that you can find in Whole Foods or any health store. And you want to get the detox one. Um, what you're going to be doing is detoxifying your blood while you fast or while you're hungry or throughout the day. Because when you start to actually turn on that immune system and you start getting rid of toxins, toxins are always stored in your fat cells. So anytime you want to get rid of fat, I mean, uh, toxins, you'll notice that your body's going to be detoxifying the fat cells first. And then that's going to go out into the body, into your brain. And that can make you sluggish. So you can avoid that or help the body detoxify by drinking detox tea if you notice you have any hunger issues go get yogi ginger and lemon or ginger tea and drink that while you get your hunger and you'll notice your hunger disappear why because ginger is known to kill off and uh, ginger and gar garlic are two antifungal properties you can use but i use the ginger yogi tea and it helps me kill any cravings that i have for um for, with a, a, a fungal infection if you're going to use any type of sweetener organic stevia from whole foods and trader joe's and you can find it on amazon are very good they do not feed fungal infections they do not spike your insulin levels at all which is very very good and while saying that i want to take a, a sip of my beautiful tea that i made myself this morning um 
I'm sorry, guys. I'm giving you guys a lot of information. You may have to listen to this over and over again. But if you have any questions on the stuff that I'm giving you, I'm going to leave information in the description. I have a good deal for uh, first-time consulting with clients uh, special that I have. So you can take advantage of that. Um, so hydration is another one. You want to make sure you're drinking real clean water, okay? Uh, we take our water from we, – we take four – five gallons downtown and we get our water filled up with uh, reverse osmosis water which has basically it's the highest filtration water you can get so you have any chemicals in your water like tap water is no good you gotta there's reverse osmosis um, water filtrations on Amazon you can look up do more research on how to get clean water into your body sleep we spoke about that you need to be able to get the correct amount of sleep if you get the right amount of sleep you're going to be able to fight off these fungal infections um and your immune system is going to be supported to fight them off as well breathing are you able to breathe through your nostrils are you able to are you able to breathe through your nose are you having trouble with breathing do you hold your breath if you hold your breath and you're on a, and you don't know you hold your breath one of the symptoms is a tight a tight chest muscles and back of your neck muscles. Um, make sure you take time to breathe. What I like to do is when I take my hour walks every day, I make sure that I close my mouth and I only breathe through my nose. Thinking. What do you, if you're thinking about negative things all day, if you like it or not, negative thoughts, you ever think about something, like if you're in a relationship with somebody, thought about your, the person you're dating cheating on you, or you thought about someone dying in your life, or you thought about failing. These things give you a, a, a stomach knot. And you created that with your thought. And that stomach knot is really a, a big dump of cortisol into your gut. Okay? And remember, we spoke about cortisol is making the immune system depressed. So your thinking is very important. How you think is very important. Try to change all your, your thoughts into positive thoughts. Try to go for long walks. Try to um, go for long walks with a podcast that's positive. Go with a long walk that, you know, listen to music that's positive. You know, things like that. And the last one is the body's made to move. The The system will get congested if it's stagnant and sitting all day. So you'll notice as soon as you start moving, you start sweating, you'll start feeling better as a person already. But you're also doing another way of detoxifying the body. And you also, um, the body needs stress, physical stress, so it can get stronger. Anytime you put stress on the body, the body's always able to adapt itself as long as you give it if you give it 50% stress and then 50% rest, the body's able to be broken down when stress and then be rebuilt 50% of the time through rest. Just like if I'm training you, right? If we want to make your biceps big, we train your biceps on Monday. We leave it alone on Tuesday. And then we go right back at it on Wednesday. What we're doing is we're creating a pattern where we break down that muscle tissue. We stress that muscle tissue out. Then we give it time to grow on Tuesday. Then we do it again and we follow that pattern. The body works the same way. Okay. So I hope that I'm most likely going to be making another podcast. I feel like I'm going to be having a lot of questions after this one. Um, just know it's not easy getting rid of a, a fungal infection. And we're, we were taught that it takes a long time. It's a long process between this stuff. And one thing that I notice is like this morning, right? I love coffee. But my body right now can't afford to drink coffee because the cortisol is too strong for my body and my body goes straight into flight. My body gets too stressed and starts releasing, um, you know, 
sugar. You know, you notice that you, your body releases sugar without eating sugar when you pee and you smell it or you pee and it's dark and bubbly. Uh, so if I drink coffee and I'm not even eating sugar, but then I pee after drinking coffee and I start peeing a lot, I notice that's a sign that my body's releasing its own sugar because of all the stress of from the coffee itself. Because remember, too much stress, your body starts releasing its own sugar because it thinks that you're getting chased by a lion. It doesn't think because you're drinking coffee, okay? So, you know, in order for me not to have my coffee, in order for me not to snack on pancakes, which I haven't had in years, but, you know, the thought of it, I have to have something bigger than those things, and that's a dream. So when you want to get over any type of issue in your life, especially a fungal issue, you want to make sure that you have a reason, a strong enough reason. What is your dream? Why do you want to get over it? What's going to help you fight against that? And my dream is to help people. My dream is to, you know, help people and 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 and, and help people get and help myself, you know. And so coming in here and making my podcast this morning, rather than drinking coffee, I have more motivation and energy, natural energy to do this than depend on coffee in the first place. I have more focus on doing this than focusing on, oh my God, how good would that waffle be? So if you find yourself lagging off a lot, um, eating junk food and having coffee addictions because you're going to have a coffee addiction because your body's going to be so tired from the fungal infection because you're eating the wrong foods for you and you're feeding the fungal infection or the junk food that sometimes if you have to go to a nine to five or you have to get things done, that coffee's going to bring you through and you know you need it. And that's when it becomes a real problem. You got yourself stuck in a vicious cycle. That's what I like to call it. Um, but you need to you need to sit yourself down and you need to go over your core values. What is your dream, right? And anytime you know what your dream is, you know, then you can ask yourself, is this decision I'm making going to help me or hurt me towards my dream? And when you get real with yourself, you'll start to notice that the choices that you're making is not fair to you and you don't deserve that. And when you do that, you get a different perspective on what's really going on and how to really deal with it. And then you become a better version of yourself, right? So it's not an easy process. You'll probably do this good for three days and then stop on the fourth day, mess up. Forgive yourself, okay? Just forgive yourself and take it slow. I went through this for years. I'm 27. I've been going through this since I was probably like nine, okay, for years. And um, I got rid of my ADD. I got rid of, uh, you're going to have low sex drive with with this as well. There's a lot of stuff that I didn't tap into that you can get into. But it, it, this is the, I, I named them the main things. But uh, I had low sex drive. I had belly, a belly my whole life. I had all these issues. And um, I go to the internet and I'm, I was always trying to find the cheap, fastest way how to deal with it and get rid of it overnight. And... That only lasted from, I say, like 15 to 23 years old. And then at 23, I was like, dude, I got to start. I got to really fix this. And then especially when I started to see it in my dad and my brother and my family members, it kind of broke my heart a little bit. And um, I said, I got I got to do something about this. Because if I fix myself, I can help my clients. I can help my family. I can, I can help people. Um, it got to the point where... I started to notice my dogs develop fungal infections and really bad diseases that were going to come their way and that I stopped and I kind of saved them from and I got rid of. So it got deeper than just me. It was, you know, when my, I started to see it and everything. So 
sometimes, guys, you're going to have to just take some money. I'm going to put the program here uh, from the Czech Institute because you don't have to be a student to take this program, okay? It's healing fungal infections, uh, parasite and fungal infections, the absolute uh, essentials. Um, I'll put that in the description of, of this podcast. The program is going to cost you about like $350 to $500, okay? It is, it, you know, it's a program that brings you through everything you need to know. It was worth every dollar. Um, I use it <laughs> for the last two years. I go back into my notes and overlook it. I overwatch the videos. Um, I had to take a test and, you know, you know, for my, you, I had to take the test and stuff for it to be able to continue my education at the Institute. But, and you, and if you get this course too, you'll be able to do the same thing. But what you'll notice is, is, um, you know, you're going to have to invest some money on how to deal, you learn about yourself, you know, you're going to have to do that. So I did that with, you know, this program and all the other programs at the Czech Institute. It goes deeper into that because this can start messing with the psyche. Then it can, you can be having a sugar addiction because of your childhood traumas. And, um, you know, we have, I have to learn how to deal with all that with a client. So when I'm working with a client, it's not just like, oh, hey, yeah, go on this one diet. No, 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 no. I work with, when I work with a client, I work very intense with a client. If I have you, if you book me for an hour, we may go three, four hours if needed. And I don't charge you three, four hours. I charge you just for the one hour, but I go above and beyond because my goal is to transform my clients. It's not to just try to get some money out of you. Money's going to come regardless. The reason why I got a lot of clients is because I go above and beyond for the ones that I helped and heal. My goal is to help you heal and never need me again or just to Hit me up when you do have a question, and I'm here for you. So you may need to seek out to some type of coaching. You may need to seek out to some type of investment into this program from the Czech Institute. I, if you buy this program, I don't make a dollar, so I ain't trying to get money from you, okay? If you consult with me, you only may need one uh, consultation that helps you, you know? Um, whatever works for you. Or if you just take this stuff from this podcast and you uh, uh, apply it and you notice, boom, you, you heal, you're healing yourself that that's the goal you know that's the main goal here so if you guys have any questions you can leave it um you can send me send it to be great with nate at gmail.com that is going to be in the description below um or you can hit me up on instagram the nate ortiz that's it the nate ortiz you can contact me with uh with me there uh if you're interested in any programs that i have on my website with nutrition and fat loss you can, or with uh, consulting with me, it is dream, like you're dreaming, dreamfitllc.com. And you can seek out all help there. Hope you guys are having a great day. Finished, you know, you know, make every day count. Do what you can today to make yourself better. So when you wake up tomorrow, you are a different, better version of yourself than you were yesterday. It was a pleasure making this podcast for you. I will be making more, so I, and there's probably questions. If you do have questions, send them my way so I can make notes and make a nice part two to this podcast. Peace.